Hey, 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 welcome back to The Shade Range. I'm your host, aka your favorite girl at the makeup counter, Brent. And what's up? Now listen, I had to record an episode because when I recorded it, I didn't necessarily like the quality or my diction. So we are going to re-record, or this is the second recording and hopefully the better one. I feel like this one is going to be the better one. So, with that being said, hey y'all, my bad, and let's get on with the show. Okay? Okay. Alright, so what's been going on in beauty news? Um, nothing really, to be honest. Um, the, the reviews are out about, uh, Kylie Skin and just as I thought, the dragging season has begun for everyone but Patrick Starr. Um, there's no way, like I said, no one's putting, or actually, you know what, a lot of influencers are refusing to uh, review the product because uh, no one's risking their skin for that. So with that being said, uh, Girl, and also, we're not buying skincare from a 19 or 21-year-old. You don't have the experience or the range, sis. So, with that being said, uh, and another thing in beauty news that kind of happened, um, or news around the internet, Namatane got into a bit of trouble with her video about, like Brand said, uh, she morally aligned with. And she picked Kat Von D, so she got a little, she got dragged a little bit, and she was like, "Oh shit, did not know she was a racist." Valid, cool. If you were not aware, you're not aware. Whatever. And um, especially in this instance, there's like I said, there's some instances where if you how to explain it that you should know that it's racist. Um, or just Kat Von D being anti-Semitic. You know, she's just, Kat Von D's been a mess. So, with that being said, uh, she got dragged a little bit a couple weeks ago, but, you know, it's all good. We all love Nama over here. So, and then, I feel like that's it about beauty. Nothing's really been happening. I feel like the video of the week that's been going around beauty news has been that guy on Twitter who was like, who basically told that white woman who called him a nigger over the phone that she couldn't get a hotel room. Come to find out, he is transphobic as fuck. So, I guess, you know, that was cute while it lasted. So, before we start, cute or not, there's a couple of products that I would like to kind of uh, talk about, things that I've seen, things that are going to be uh, reconsidered or um, things that I have to give a standing ovation for. So first up, uh, it is the Morphe 35H palette. Listen, I said that was, I dragged that palette. And yes, Morphe has been getting on my nerves tremendously as a brand but 
for someone who don't have a colorful palette, I think that's a good palette to start with. I won't be purchasing it, but I'm not going to give it as hard of a no as I did last time. So, with that being said, um, okay. It's okay. It's not the best, like, the color scheme is very blue and very coral. So, if you're looking for a red, a, a good red or a good couple of reds, that might be, actually, that might be a pretty decent palette if you're looking for more red eyeshadow. Hmm. See, as you as I'm talking about it, I'm reconsidering it. So, hmm, that works. That works. Okay, cool. And the Juvia's Place foundation. Um, that pigmentation. Like, what is that? And I mean, in this in the best way possible. Um, listen. It has all the skeletons in your closet. It is pigmented. And you know what? For them to have 42 shades, and they really did the undertones dope. Like, they did they did that. And also, if you don't like foundation that has more of a thicker consistency, this may not be a foundation for you. I don't mind because there's... Excuse me. There's ways to share it out but like definitely give that one a shot so with that being said let's get on into cute or not and first up we have the morphe cosmetics uh they came out with another palette it's a it's the pride palette and it's basically all the colors under the sun I mean, all the colors in the Pratt and the Pratt flag, and uh, and it comes with some brushes. So it looks like the brush, the brush set, the eye brush set is twenty eight dollars, and the palette is twenty dollars. You know what? For twenty dollars and for all these colors, I'm I'm not mad at this. Okay, Morphe. You get my first cute in a while. So this is, this is nice. Okay, it got some nice shimmers, some nice uh, matte. Uh, some of the names of them is called, of the shades are called Healing and Activism, which I think is really nice. Uh, decent celebration. Only critique is that y'all, Morphe refuses to put dark skinned people in ads. Like, refuses. Like, if you are not the color of the paper bag, baby, good luck trying because they will not. And I think that's my only criticism. So, that is a cute. I get that cute. Okay. Next up, we have MAC is coming out with different scents of their Prep and Prime spray. So it looks like they're going to have a cucumber one. Oh, they're war the flavors are watermelon, pineapple, cucumber, white tea, and peony. And the Fix Plus has SPF 30 in it, which cool. Okay, that's really cool. 
And I love me some Fix Plus spray. You put it in the refrigerator and then you take it to the beach? Man, you be on one. Alright. That's really cute. Next up, we have the swatches, or we have a palette coming from Melt Cosmetics, which is an 18 shade palette, which features two sides that tell the stories of Melt Cosmetics. Uh, the right side of the palette is inspired by the early years before Melt and the friendship between the co-founders, Laura and Dana, that really started the brand. And it showcases the cool tone shimmers and holographic foils. And then there's non-metallic shades packed to the brim with, with pearl. Hmm. And the left side of the palette features seven dangerously bold matte and vibrant colors and two vivid shimmers that were inspired by their love of unique colors. But more importantly, they were inspired by their fun and fearless customers. The palette is $65. You will find it at Sephora. Okay, let's... Melt is cute. Melt has always been cute. It's always been a cute brand. It's always been that brand where it's like, oh, girl, I didn't know about this. It's like the brand that a lot of people don't know about if they're not really into makeup. So this push into Sephora is actually amazing. I'm here for it 100%. And I love the brand. Yeah, and all tea, no shade. Um, they did a, uh, they did the Leah, um, dedication better than Mac. How dare Mac? But Melt did theirs, and they only did it with one eyeshadow. Like that's crazy. Anyway, with that being said, let's go on here to the next one. That's real cute, Sir John a.k.a. Beyonce's Makeup Artist, is coming out with a collection inspired by the movie Lion King, which features, guess who? Beyonce! So the only thing I really see is that it comes with an eyeshadow. Um, I'm not exactly sure what else, but I'm pretty sure there's some more stuff. So I haven't seen it yet, but it looks really cute. So yeah, I'm with it. And next up, we have NARS is coming out with oil-infused lip tints. They will be available at Sephora, and a shade will be available at Ulta. Um, the Their lip oil tints that deliver a sheer wash of color and a moisturizing feel, they're $26 each. Because you know NARS as a brand, when it comes to the pricing, ain't no ho. Um, the colors are Orgasm, which we all know or we love Orgasm. It's a peachy pink with gold shimmer. Um, that's a repromotion because they've been had that shade before, but it's just new packaging. Um, Primal Instinct, which is a light pink beige. And High Security, which is a bright fuchsia. And Disco Inferno, which is a vibrant purple. So, that's cute. I will say that is cute. Um, Next up, Becca is coming out with a Champagne Pop Collector's Edition. So, in the 
collection the pieces include a shimmering skin perfector which is like the pressed highlighters and champagne pop uh a lip gloss a champagne cream uh which is like a cream highlighter. It looks like a cream highlighter. Uh, glow dust, which is a loose highlighter. A glow body stick, which is a jumbo solid oil body highlighting stick infused with pearl. Okay. And it also comes with uh, a glow silk highlighter drops. So it'll be available June 6th. So by the time this show comes out, it'll be available. Um, if you are a huge fan of Champagne Pop, I say get it. If you're not, girl, don't. And I like Champagne Pop. Champagne Pop is like, actually more like Prosecco Pop more for me, but also like, I can work with Champagne Pop. That's not, ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. So yes, I think it's cute. Next up we have The Bomb. It's coming out with highlighter and blush duos. To be honest, this is cute, but I feel like other brands have it. And you know what? Good for them for finally getting someone um, remotely that resembles dark. Um, light, medium, deep person is actually on their ads and stuff showing the color so okay cool for bomb um it's cute i like the darkest one i think that's a pretty color i just i don't know as a brand i'm just kind of like it's bomb like i buy it at kohl's which i haven't bought anything from bomb since almost five years so i don't know what to tell you so Next up, we have Urban Decay is coming out with new foundations and it is called the Stay Naked Foundation. It's a liquid foundation in 50 shades for $39 each. That's all we know. But like, okay. I love Urban Decay, but I just never had any luck with any of their complexion products ever. No highlighter, except their old blushes. They had these blushes that was bomb. Like, but other than that, no eye makeup though. Like eyeliners, that 24-7 liner, bomb. Their lipsticks, bullet lipsticks, not liquid, bomb. Some of their eyeshadow palettes, bomb so with that being said i'm gonna give this a cute good for them not necessarily a cute not necessarily a no but good for them good for them next up we have artist couture you know we love angel over here artist couture is coming out with diamond light finishers which they're loose pigments and they're silk and have a silky formula with fine glitter. They're $25 each. So you can use them. Ooh. They're like loose eyeshadow pigments. Okay. Come on, Angel. Yes. 
So, oh, let me give you the name of the shades. So the name of the shades are Spotlight Glitz, Golden Hour, Icy Girl, Diamond Blonde, I mean Diamond Bronze, and Nebula. They'll be available June 6th, well, by the time the show comes out, um, at Sephora, so, or Artist Couture website. So, yay. And I'm with it. I'm here for it. You know, I'm always here for anything Angel comes and do because he does. And next up, or last but not least, Natasha Denona is coming out with a new eyeshadow palette, which, okay, which is another warm palette, the Sunrise palette, but she had, she had something like this before, like, Oh, whoa, they're $65? Oh, okay. So it has less than amount, less amount of product than other palettes to make them more affordable. But $65? What? And Natasha Denona? Listen, that quality, you use little, you use a little anyway. A little goes a long way anyway. A bitch might be buying this. Hold on. When does it come out? When did this come out? It don't say. Okay. So. Oh, that's cute. Okay, at first I was going to say read them because that's a warm palette. But no, 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 no. For $65, I thought they was going to charge us 130 again. Oh no, this is cute. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. We are getting this. Oh, update on the Lion King uh palette for the Sir John slash Luminous collection for Lion King. It's coming, it has a, uh, eyeshadow palette, a lipstick, or a couple of lipsticks. It has a bronzing, um, it looks like it has a bronzing palette. It has a gloss, yeah. Okay, so it has a kingdom sculpting palette, can't wait to be queen eyeshadow palette, be brave matte lipsticks. Be Prepared Liquid Lipsticks, Legacy Tinted Lip Balms, and Circle of Life Highlighter. Okay. It looks real like it's definitely inspired by the movie. The colors are definitely inspired by the movie. The eyeshadow is definitely more of a warm um, palette, but it has some pops of color like an emerald green, blue, even like a taupey silver, which matches like the movie. Okay. The packaging is pretty cute. I'm with it. Yeah, that's cute. I just had to give you guys an update because I found it. I found it. I found it. Yay me. Go ahead, research. And one more thing. Be Perfect Cosmetics is coming out with a new palette. And it looks pigmented. But you know what? Let's have a conversation about arm swatches. So... It doesn't necessarily depict how it's going to work on a brush. 
So like the swatches on your arm can be so dope, but once it hit that brush, it can be a mess. Just like the arm swatches could be a mess. But once it hit that brush, it's a whole new story. Because they're misleading. I mean, I understand that people want to see the colors, but it's misleading. And another thing that's been on my spirit lately. Um, fair people, fair influencers. If the shades are not within your range, stop swatching them, okay? When you are fair, there's no reason you going down a deep shade to swatch anything because it all looks the same on you. Just like if you're deep and you're like, you know what? I'm going to put the fairest color on. You know what it's going to look like? White. It's just going to look a whole row of white. We don't see the, like you wouldn't be able to see the dimensions. You wouldn't see the different undertones. It wouldn't highlight what people in that shade are looking for in that color. Is misleading and it's a disservice to your fans. Stop that. Okay, that's it. So that's it with security and all. So before we continue, please, please, please follow me on Instagram at Shade Range and Pod, Twitter, Shade Range Pod. Email the show at the Shade Range Podcast at gmail.com. Again, the Shape Range Podcast at gmail.com. And I'll have some other announcements at the end of the show. But with that being said, let's get on to Blend Talk. So today, I have a really kind of interesting conversation I would like to have about beauty. And amongst brown people, curly hair people. This has been a conversation that we've had very lightly, you know, throughout our time and kind of our experience of beauty, of just learning beauty, whether it's hair, makeup, uh, getting your hair cut at the barbershop, like who to go to or anything. So it's about, but I think what happened now is, about, is now that more people are becoming educated and it lacks the distrust. It's the distrust of other people servicing you, right? So, yes, white people or people who are not black or brown is be, um, they're being more educated about how regarding the care of and grooming practices of, of black and brown people. You see how... Uh, the conversation about hair uh, has been a thing. There's some white dude on <laughs> on YouTube trying to tell black people how to wash their hair, uh, which, what the fuck? You also have, like, um, people who feel like they have a little bit of education about the care of brown and black hair and makeup, but you don't know, but you're learning, right? So... In a sense, I'm going to, what brought this conversation up was the instance that happened to me at work, which if you are black and, and you work in beauty, oh my gosh, this happens to you so many times or just a, something close to it has happened to you. So this is what happened. 
Now, there's two ways, two instances and two ways that people kind of reacted to how this happens, right? A black lady comes into the store or a black person comes into your store and you're not available. You're probably the only black person there, but at the time you're not available. You're not available to do anything. Um, so the lady gets shape matched for something. And instead of just being like, oh, okay, thank you. She seeks you out. They seek you out. And sometimes they'll seek you out in front of the person who shape matched them. Now, there's ways where this has happened in different ways for me. Uh, this particular way was with my general manager who she is like an ex, like makeup expert, right? So she, so she was like, uh, what the fuck? Like basically, and I, so she was really offended or not offended, but like about me, but she was offended regarding that lady, right? She was like, how dare she? It was a conversation that I had to have about with her regarding how it's traumatic, like the trauma that's behind what she's done. Like, it wasn't until maybe three years ago that it was a requirement for people to have a millimeter of knowledge regarding black and brown skin. So, you have this lady who like for years got slighted like decades got slighted decades in beauty because of the lack of knowledge regarding dark skin and then you have and she sees that you're about to do her face and she's like "Uh -uh, uh-uh uh-uh where's that black girl i just saw i'm gonna see how this looks according to her because we got mm -mm. i gotta make sure it's straight before i go to the store it's comforting for me Right? So it was a conversation I had to have with my general manager about it. Like, hey, don't don't take it personal. It's just a thing. And she kind of was like, okay, that makes... After talking to her about it, because again, my general manager's white. She was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I was like, this is it's a touchy... It's touchy. But when things like that happen, um, there's some ways that you can kind of... as If you are someone that is white and this kind of happens to you, you even sense the discomfort, uh, there's some other ways where some people kind of took it, handle it more. Now, another instance was like my, my coworker, one of my coworkers, which first of all, this kind of gets on my nerves a little bit, but I respect it. If you know that you're not that experienced and you don't feel that comfortable like, learn how to shape match everyone. But also, I understand if this customer looking at you like, girl, you don't know shit. And you're like, you know what? Let me get someone who may have a little bit more insight to help you. This has been happening so many times. It gets on my nerves. But I understand when I am sought out throughout the store. Like, hey, Brittany, can you do a shape match? Or throughout the department. Like, Brittany, can you do a shape match? My like, girl, I am in... I'm about to, I'm putting boxes away. And she's like, yeah, just wash your hands real quick and do the shape match for me. Cool. And I'll do it. It's no biggie. 
Um, another instance is where, this is my favorite one. This is one of my favorite ones where, uh, they do the shade match and they look like, ooh, like the guest kind of looks a little like, oh, okay, this looks cool, but you, and, but, but the associate still feels like that little bit of like apprehension or like, you know, that they're not really sure about it. So what they would do is kind of call me over like, hey, Brick, come here. Let's, I got to show you what I did. I'm like, cool. So we did a shade match and I just wanted to ask, what did you think about it? And I'm like, okay. Well, where my critiques come in, it kind of helps the guests feel a little bit more like, oh, okay, I have a say-so in this. Uh, this did look a little yellow to me. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, well, it matches your chest for- um, really well and it matches everything else the top of the highlight of your face really well uh, we're not go- she didn't match your hyperpigmentation which is a huge thing that a lot of people who don't have experience matching dark skin do but at the same time a lot of people with dark skin don't have much experience with rosacea so like that again Dealing with hyperpigmentation, I'm like, hey, she just, you know, she did, just didn't match your hyperpigmentation. So your foundation's going to be a little bit lighter, but it's going to match your actual skin tone. So what's going to, and kind of explain to them, like, hey, if you use blush, it'll just, um, once you do that, it'll, it'll look just like your skin. So things like that, that definitely helps combat it. Um, but at the same time, for someone fair, you definitely have to kind of like break that barrier. And break that barrier with the guest and if they see that like you're in the store they come in the store again and they see like hey you know you're you, they need maybe another shape match and another foundation they'll like to try uh they'll seek you out because they know that like, okay you you did i you you did a pretty decent job okay so what about this what about this shade of lipstick on me what about this on me and things like that so you're building that trust with that guest where you're building the trust with that guest of color, which is also pretty important, which then eventually they'll be like, okay, she, I, she's good. Especially like old, like no Tina, like all Tino shade. Um, this guy, like older black ladies can be a bit cantankerous, especially uh, when it comes to like dealing with someone younger and someone that don't look like their child or niece or nephew, right? Um, and it's a little uncomfortable because I know, like, I know where it's coming from. Like, girl, you don't know shit. Like, basically, they're talking to you as if you don't know shit. But they don't see it. It's like, they'll see it as aggressive. But I'm like, oh, no, they're talking to you like an auntie. Like, just bear, just deal with it. So... Well, that being said, I just, um, just deal with it. The one thing you can definitely do is try to like break that barrier down. Definitely, you know, take the criticism and take the critiques, uh, that's needed for you to like be better as an, not better as an artist, but better as like a associate makeup artist. Well, yeah. Um, another instance yeah, another instance is where someone would just be like, okay, cool. And they'll come up, if I'm working on the register, they'll come up to the register, like, how does this look? Without trying to embarrass you, the guests. I'm like, no, this looks fine. 
Now, sometimes when they come to, you know, uh, match, like, it's cosmetics, I'm like, girl, put that back. Do not buy that shit. But other than that, it's been really cool. Like, it's been really, um, it's been, like, an interesting thing where you see the breaking down of, uh, kind of like those barriers of, as far as makeup, but at the same time, the barriers are still up. Uh, amongst younger people, they are more, tr- I mean, younger people are more trusting. It's just older ladies. That's 40 years of trauma. There's, there, that's a lot to unpack as far as beauty. And again, you know, I'm really happy that more people are becoming more educated about the needs of different shade ranges where, uh, I didn't have much experience with rosacea until I started working where I work. So now I know how to match people with rosacea, which is interesting. Um, And that's also a thing that like people of darker complexion don't have much experience with. Like, we don't have much experience matching with people with the rosacea. And that is hard boots if you don't know what you're talking, if you don't know what you're doing. Or matching someone that's fair, that has a real bet, a tan, so they're just like the reddest person ever. But they're really fair, but you have to put them in the medium foundation because how fair they are, it's just pure red. It's just... Neither here nor there. You know what I'm talking about. Um, and another instance is like how, you know, the hair industry is really rampant in the hair industry because every cosmetologist that I've met told me about how they don't get much education about different hair types. So I'll say there's three different hair types, like three different ethnic hair types that, um, people really, you know, that's known. There is the Asian hair, there is, uh, uh, African hair, and then there's also Caucasian hair. And I say this, um, after learning about Asian hair, where it's like, oh, that's like really close to white hair. I'm like, no, it's different. It's way different. It's straight, but it is coarse, very coarse. It's very coarse, but then a lot of people don't know how to cut Asian hair. Like people of Asian descent, descent hair, because they try to cut it like their hair is fine, but it is coarse. Like these hair strands are coarse. Like, you can have fine, coarse hair. Does it make sense? Like, you have, no, you can have thin, coarse hair. Or thick, coarse hair. But you can't have fine, coarse hair. I always get those words that mixed up. And then you also have uh, African hair, which is, you know, kinky. Like, a variation of curls depends on, you know, the transatlantic slave trade. But, um, and then you have kinky hair. You have coily hair and our hair may be the same size and strands but the texture's different you know what I mean so it's a potpourri of things when it comes to like Af- hair of people of African-American descent um but at the same time diversity is definitely becoming a thing within the beauty community so uh 
more people are willing to learn about it. Now, that mistrust is still there, especially in our hair, as far as like letting anyone other than black people or people that are within our kind of like community, as far as like hair texture, really touch our hair. Um, So with that being said, like, I had another instance with one of my co-workers and I get my hair done at Ulta. It's cool. I like I love my hairdresser. There's just no way around it. Um, where I was talking about getting my hair pressed out before coming into work. And she was like, oh, but I was like, oh, Brian's not here. So I, or Brian's not at work. So I just can't do it. So she was like, oh, why don't you just go to someone else? I'm like, mm, oh, you don't know. Oh, you don't get it. Now, to preface this, Bria's the only black person at the hair salon for a long time. There's another black girl, but uh, Bria for a while was the only black person at the salon. And she can do anyone's hair. But when I think about her, her plight and things, I mean, in her industry, like she could, anybody's hair, she can touch people with thin, fine hair. She can t- cut people's hair with like thick, coarse hair. She can color anybody down. She can do any process, pr- practically any process with a certain level of like know-how and confidence. But I think about her and her industry in the industry of hair where she has to be that like she has to uh as black people in industry in the beauty industry you have to know how to do everybody but that type of education isn't necessarily necessarily required for our white counterparts so and this is why when you look at fashion shows there's so many models talking about how you know this makeup artist came with like five shades of beige in this woman's like a deep brown. Like you talk, you have models like Ducky Thought talking about how she has to do her own hair for shoots or she had to do her own hair for a couple of shoots because no one knew how to work with her hair. And it's, and it's very nice that diversity started becoming a thing in the beauty com- industry I just think that this is really traumatic and it's required that you know how to do everyone's hair. Even when the, like, no matter who sits in your chair, you need to know how to do their hair. So there's so, it's so many, it's, it's the reason why people like Naomi Campbell do not let people touch her hair or touch her skin unless she knows you knows you. Um, we, and I think it's also the conversation that we have with our white counterparts is like, we we just can't sit in anybody's chair. We don't have that privilege like you do. Like you come in and you can sit in the chair unless you have like rosacea or whatever. You can sit in anybody's chair and the service that you're going to get is going to be at least adequate. You know what I mean? Whereas when black people do that, it's going to be more so of a experiment. And you know what? We're tired of being people's experiments. So with that being said, like deal with that trauma of your abilities being questioned and you know, you'll deal and trust will come. But in the meantime, like just deal with the people being like, girl, I don't know. Cause we had to live, we are still living in that space of girl, I don't know. With that being said, guys, that's the end of Blend Talk. So before we continue, 
follow me on my things. Follow me on my Instagram, my Shea Wearing Pod. Follow me uh, on Twitter. That's the same name on my Twitter. Follow me on my personal pages at Pipisad on Instagram and Twitter. Email the show at the Shade Range Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we're gonna talk about mood of the week, mood of the week, and this is a section of the show where we highlight um things that I've seen around the community, which I thought was dope. Um, of course it's Pride Mom, so we're gonna have a lot of pride looks. Um, so an influencer by the name of Leaks World, which is actually my friend. He did a collaboration with a bunch of the other beauty boys, which are most, most of them are my friends. Um, Exo Nico, Jay Hart, It's Dion, um, Makeup by Dory, and Beat by Clay. Uh, they did this really cute, uh, Pride Month collaboration. I think it's really nice because it highlights, uh, uh, black LGBT of uh, the black LGBT community because let's be real pride likes to admit that part of pride a lot of the times unless it's a phrase that they like to colonize or movement or a whole entire culture that they like to colonize and say oh my gosh drag culture started this but I'm like no ballroom scene started it sis stares at James Charles and Jeffree Star and every white beauty influencer ever. So I think that's amazing. I think that it definitely sheds highlight or I mean sheds light on, you know, the plight of the black LGBT community. So yeah. Um so that's actually a whole mood. So oh wait I have another piece of beauty news. It looks like Jackie Ina will be on the... Is she going to be on the cover of Essence Magazine? <gasps> she has a beauty. She's on the cover of Essence Magazine. Get the fuck out of here. <gasps> She's on the June digital cover of Essence Magazine, y'all. Oh my gosh. And these pictures look sickening. Oh my God. Our sis has really made it. She is making. Oh my God. Sorry guys. I'm just looking down my Instagram and it's live that. This is a live reaction. Oh bitch. She really did. She really did it. That's why she is forever. She's that girl. She's just that girl. She always reps for, for the culture. Oh my gosh. And some housekeeping notes. Also, we have some housekeeping notes, some new news. Okay, so first up, we are now on a new network, okay? We are now on Stitcher. So you know when you're at work and people be hating on the web, on the um, Wi-Fi because you didn't download the episode. Guess what? I got you. We're on Stitcher. Don't nobody, I mean, people know about Stitcher, not for, but corporate don't know about Stitcher yet. So I got you. Don't even trip. And next up, we 
I have a Patreon. So the link for the Patreon will be in the description. In addition to that, the link will be, it's actually the uh, pinned tweet on the Shade Range Pods uh, Twitter. So if you like to donate anything, you can give a dollar, you can give whatever, uh, this will, it'll be great. You don't have to fully pledge anything. Just kind of like drop a dollar in the hat. Now I did create some content for, uh, when we reach our first goal. Now the first goal is only $30. So if everybody kind of like, you know, drop the hat, I mean, a dollar in the bucket, we can definitely get to $30. And with that $30, what uh, we will do is, or I will drop my first story time. So with that being said, uh, yeah, please support, give what you can. Um, it's not a requirement. The show is always going to be free to listen to, but definitely share, share the show, uh, let people know about it. I know we are definitely working on quality over here. Cause listen, I listened to my first episode and woo child, listen. I know this may not, y'all may not think this is as great, but whatever. Even neither here nor there. I know I'm working on things. So, um, we're working on quality and this is the black, you know, this place where black beauty kind of hangs out. And I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I want to thank you guys so much for the show to continue as it continues to grow. Um, I love you all and I hope you... Have a good week and stay blended and wash your brushes. Okay? All right. Love you. Bye.